Support for this program is provided by Chevron. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Carbon pricing is going nowhere in Congress, but that isn't stopping natural gas power plant operators from pushing for the long polarizing policy, which the industry sees as key to saving their fossil fuel investments. But instead of focusing on federal action, some power generation companies are pushing for carbon prices to be implemented by regional power markets that run the electric grids across much of the Midwest and Eastern US. Still, there are obstacles even in those regional markets, including tensions between states that have aggressive clean energy goals and those that do not. Environmental and consumer advocates are also concerned that region-wide carbon prices won't do enough to mitigate local pollution from power plants in disadvantaged communities and don't want to do anything to extend the life of these gas facilities. Today, Politico's Catherine Morehouse on how carbon pricing gained momentum with the gas industry. It's Tuesday, April 26th. Natural gas fired generators are interested in a carbon price for a couple of reasons. They've been increasingly frustrated over the years with state-by-state clean energy policies that oftentimes subsidize renewable energy resources and can have the effect of kind of suppressing market prices for new gas investments in particular. So that's been a big target of these companies for a while, and they've kind of come to realize that If they have to deal with some sort of climate policy, they would rather have it be something that they can understand a little bit better and that's a little bit more uniform across states. And they've also realized that if a carbon price is implemented somewhere, then it will phase out older, less efficient plants first and kind of allow some of their newer investments in less carbon intensive, smaller natural gas plants. It'll actually give those plants a little bit of a boost in payments and also incentivize them to eventually invest in hydrogen and kind of clean up their natural gas emissions even more. Yeah, that makes sense. So we know carbon pricing is not advancing at the federal level from Congress, and you're reporting that some natural gas generators are hopeful that regional power markets that actually run the electric grids can step in and play a role here. So how would that actually work? Yeah, so a couple of years ago now, FERC held a technical conference on carbon pricing, and it determined through that technical conference that if a regional grid operator comes to FERC and says, hey, our members have agreed, we want to implement a carbon price in this region, and members would include states and power providers and lots of other folks, then FERC could review that filing and potentially approve a carbon price in that region. Definitely since then, gas generators have been more focused on getting something through at that level. The most active conversations are happening in the PGM interconnection, which is the biggest grid operator in the U.S. and stretches from the mid-Atlantic to Chicago, as well as in New England, where there already is a carbon price through the Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative. But there's a proposal forward to kind of do a New England-specific price that would be a little bit higher and kind of create some more efficiencies that they feel like the REGI program doesn't have. And what are some of the downsides of doing it this way, of doing a region-wide carbon pricing effort, and do environmentalists support it? 
as gas generators are becoming more interested in a carbon price, there seems to be kind of growing awareness that carbon emissions are not the only problem when it comes to climate and climate policy. You have all of these really negative impacts that these power plants have had on low-income communities and communities of color, and a carbon price doesn't necessarily fix those harms. If you price carbon, then a power plant can purchase ways to stay in the market and it can continue operating and it doesn't necessarily target those communities and those polluters. The thinking behind a lot of the state-by-state legislation has been to kind of try and make sure that they are thinking about, okay, how does this policy create economic incentives and how does it address some of the social problems that exist in the utility industry? So, The thinking among the environmental community is carbon pricing kind of isn't enough. But at the same time, there is a thought from some folks, including in New England, that, okay, we can target environmental justice communities while also issuing a carbon price. So there is a little bit of thought of, can we do a hybrid of these policies? Gotcha. And with this focus on regional power markets, is the gas industry abandoning efforts to push for Congress to actually pass an economy-wide price on carbon, or is that still the ultimate goal? Yeah, so EPSA, the Electric Power Supply Association, is pretty much exclusively targeted at the congressional level, and they're still hoping to get an economy-wide price on carbon pushed through. Some of their individual members, like Vistra and other folks, are more targeting the regional and state level, but there's definitely still a thought that maybe something can get through in the future. Also, EPA Administrator Michael Regan is tapping an Obama-era EPA official to run the agency's air office. Cynthia Giles served as EPA's Enforcement and Compliance Chief during the Obama administration, and now she's returning to EPA to help design regulations as a senior advisor in the Office of Air and Radiation. Giles, a critic of the Trump EPA, will focus on ensuring that the agency's regulations can quickly reduce greenhouse gas pollution and that those regulations are designed to promote compliance from the beginning. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron supports the ambitions of the Paris Agreement? In fact, they've even tied their executives' compensation to lowering the carbon emissions intensity of their operations. Because it's only human to help power a brighter future. Learn more at chevron.com slash lower carbon.